Hi. Hey. Hi, friend. How you doing, friend? Hi. Hello. Oh, oh, hello, friend. How goes it? It's been too long. It's oh, my God. Long, We've been remiss, and a million things have happened. Good segue. Whoa, wasn't that, wasn't that professional, Dave? That was great. Mm. Boy. Look at you. Mm. So, the watch. What is your, what's your take on this? Well, there's, there's, multiple, um, there's multiple ways of, of looking at it. For, first of all, let's talk about the name, right? So <laughs> I don't know because nobody seems to have pointed this out, but is it that iPhone, iPad, iPod all running iOS? So it's an i and oh, this thing is not running iOS, uh, nor is Apple TV running iOS in any sort of conventional sense. So those are not i devices, or is it just like totally random? That is a really interesting point. It has been sort of discussed as I being a sort of Steve Jobs era thing and Apple being a post Steve Jobs era thing. Yeah. But that's a more compelling idea to me. Or maybe it's also just the idea that iWatch sounds really dorky and Apple Watch sounds a little bit more couture and fashion, fashion-y. Um, I, I see that. But I think the other thing was just that, like the maybe it's that the i stuff are standalone products, and that the Apple things are more sort of things that are tethered to other parts of the. Now nah, I don't know. I, that that seems manufactured. Hmm. Hmm. I, I I think it might just be a branding thing more than anything else at this point. Yeah, it might just be a branding thing. And at one point during the keynote presentation, Tim Cook. I believe referred to the Apple Watch as the iWatch, or maybe really? it was maybe it was afterwards. Maybe it was in like a later Q and A type thing with a journalist. He's like <laughs> the iWatch, the the Apple Watch. So who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe it was more of like a, um, a spur of the moment decision or just a decision. I'm sure they were calling it the iWatch for a while. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I could see that. So. What do you what do you think? I mean, do you want to hear my take or like what is your what's your take of the So so I think there's a couple of different things to talk about is is basically what I was gonna say. Like um Yeah. We have it from the product itself and then I think very importantly how they're talking about it, and then also from a software angle. Mm. That's sort of part of the product, but but there's some other things in there that I want that I want to touch on. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. Part of me thinks that like how they how they introduced it is maybe a good starting point. How did they introduce it? Well, it was a little bit weird. It was kind of this thing that was one more thing. They used Steve Jobs' sort of big uh, big opener, and they you know they only did yeah, this about like face. half an hour into the <laughs> presentation. It was like forty minutes into the presentation. Right. They just gone over a payment network, and they just blazed through some stuff about your new phones. Um, clearly, their focus is not on those phones, uh, and yeah, I, I think in some ways from the design perspective, but also just from the amount of time that they talked about it, they 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 killed through it, moved into the into the watch, and what they didn't do was tell you the pain points in your life. And the reasons why it's kind of a pain in the ass to pull a phone out 
of your pocket, the reasons why you maybe don't want to fish it out of your purse or the reasons why something on your wrist can show you different information or better information to you. They didn't, they didn't try to explain to you why they were making this thing. They sort of just started by telling you that they had made a thing and that they were really excited about it. Yeah. And so they didn't give you this sort of guiding purpose that says, we built this because there's a problem here, or we built this because we believe that there's a better way to do this. They just kind of started talking about the fact that they had built a new thing. And that was it. That was very interesting to me, not because I don't, I, I think they do have a purpose for it and they do have an idea for what that is, but I think they did a very bad job of explaining to you or us what that purpose was. There was like a really mm. clouded vision of like, what is this object? Is it an extension of your phone? Is it its own device? Like, yes, it's tethered to your phone, but how do they view it? Do they view this as something that you'd still keep on you even if you left your phone at home or not? What is, what is their position? How do they view this in relationship to the phone and your computer? Is it a digital, is it part of the digital hub? Like, it seems like I'm able to sort of extrapolate from what they're saying that, yeah, your phone's still the center of your digital life and that this is another satellite device, but they didn't go and say that and explain that. Um, yeah which I thought was pretty weird and in a way kind of unfocused. The common critique of the smartwatch is that it's a product in need of a problem, right? It doesn't do anything that you need it to do that you can't just do with your phone. Um, and I just I just read like a Time magazine article that was talking about that very like complimentary to Apple but also talking about that and raising that point um I was in the dentist today so you know what do you do when you're in the <laughs> dentist I mean do you want to talk about what it can do Yeah 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 no I I, I think and the only the only other thing I wanted to say before we yeah. went into it is that I think the one of the problems about or maybe the reason why they couldn't do it is because the use case it solves sounds like really like first world problemy and whiny. It's like, uh, we're solved the problem of you having to take your phone out of your pocket. I was like, but I left my phone and I use it all the time. What are you talking about? Why would I need this? But the whole point is that it actually is a better way to get these quick, glanceable pieces of information. Yeah. But that it's kind of a hard, like until you're used to it, it's hard to explain to you why you want it. And so instead of trying to introduce it that way, they introduced it about just about like their idea that they're talking about making personal wearable technology. And they just went on that angle and I can understand why they did it. But I think there's a, like there's a reason why everyone in technology is scratching their head on about the presentation. Um, hmm. Anyway, but yeah, let's, let's get into the actual phone. I guess, I guess there's a couple ways of looking at it. Um, so Tim Cook said it was sort of three things and he used the three things hmm. sort of trope of Steve Jobs and Apple and just everything really. Um, Genie grants you three wishes, etc. So he said, what did he say? It's a, it's a watch. Is that what he said? I forget. One actually. of the things I think one of the things is that it's like a great watch. It's a, revolutionary communication device it'll give you new ways to communicate 
And then the other thing was the the fitness aspects of it. Which is so funny to me because <laughs> the watch part is great because it's so one of those temporary things. It's like how the phone, how the iPhone was a phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, sure it is. And in two years, no one's going to care about the watch part or the phone. You know what I mean? Like no one cared about the phone part yeah. of the iPhone very soon after. I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, you could say the same thing, like, you know, when the iPad came out, like everybody was like, why do I need this thing? Like, this is stupid. I have a computer. I have a phone. Like this whole thing is totally bogus. And people found like myself, like I found, I use my iPad a lot and you know, it's great. It It's great around the apartment or going on trips. I mean, there's, there's certain dimensions where I think it succeeds where, where a computer doesn't succeed. Oh, totally. So, um, and the other thing about watches is that I think people are used to having them in their lives. This is not, you know, I think it's a tough sell to, to say like, here are these new glasses that you're going to wear <laughs> around everywhere. Um, even for people who have glasses in their life, you know, watches are something that people are used to having mm-hmm. and, I mean, I'm used to having them for sure, but they're not making something that people aren't already used to. They're saying this is now the thing that's going to be on your wrist. Well, that I think you're so right. It's about normalizing it. Like, what is the problem with Google Glass? It's that it's so alien. Well, I mean, there's a lot of problems, but one of the main ones is that it's so alien that it cannot take off because you look ridiculous and... So people discount it out of hand before they even get really get a chance to try it. Um, whereas here, this is a great intro, right? Like this is a this is a great lubricant to be like, it's an awesome timepiece. It's a great watch. This, you know, you're gonna it's gonna function like that, and it's gonna show you the time. And it's like, okay, we all know what that is, and we all understand how it works. So we can all start like nodding our heads and be like, oh, cool. It's nice to have a cool watch on. Um, but obviously like the actual, you know, them talking about how accurate of a timepiece it is, is, is very, is like adorable to me. It's like, who, who cares how accurate of a timepiece it is? It's connected to the internet. It's yeah, it, it's never going to be wrong. Like it'll re, it will recalibrate itself every time it checks in with the internet. Who cares about its accuracy really? They're, they're bringing that stuff up just to give you the context so that you n- know one of the things that it's for before you even start. Um, yeah, I happen to, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. A lot of the commentary is saying how Apple needs to make a really great watch and this will succeed if it's a great watch and not just a great smart watch. It has to be a great watch. Let me tell you something. This is going to be possibly the worst watch <laughs> in in certain ways. You know, it's not like the a worst watch. ever watch. It is the worst ever watch. Aside yeah, from maybe a Moto it's the worst, 720. It's the worst ever watch. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and you could say the iPhone might have been the worst phone 
available at totally. the time when totally. it came out. It might have been the worst phone. I remember it like dropped calls and there was like all these, you know, it didn't have a keyboard, but although, it succeeded although in it other was, dimensions. It did have the best voicemail system, which kind of made it not the worst phone. That was the one okay. thing that was like, okay. that was still a legit phone but, feature. But yeah, the call you know, quality it's was trading, awful. It's trading. It's it's like a very different, it's a very different series of trades um, than you're used to. So, okay, let's talk about battery life. Okay, a normal watch on a scale of like one to 10, not an Apple watch, just like a normal watch. What, do, what would you say like the battery life is? Years. A nine or a 10, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, but we're, and, and, and the scale is measured in years, right? Like we're talking oh. about two years of watch life for general, for most watches. Smart watches are terrible in comparison. Um, and, you know, this pebble with an e ink screen uh, can maybe last a week. Maybe. Yeah. So, so to use my like one to 10, we'll say that a normal watch might be like a nine. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say a nine because it's a pain to change the battery. If you've ever had the displeasure of, of doing that or <laughs> okay, like you have to take it to a shop, but yeah. Okay. It's a nine or nine and a half, let's say. And an Apple watch is like a one. Yeah. You have to charge it every day. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. It's like the worst watch you can imagine. Okay. <laughs> what about, um, customizability? Now I would say that for most watches, that would be, I don't know, an appearance, maybe like a two. Yeah, bands. So you maybe, could swap maybe. the bands, but that's kind of like a pain in the ass to do. That's a very big pain in the ass. Those pins are impossible. Yeah, but it's not, you know, and this maybe, you know, as far as external customization, maybe it's like a 10. You can change all the watch faces as much as you want. You can change the bands. Um, as far as features, it's probably the I, the Apple Watch is probably a ten. Oh yeah, totally. And a normal watch might be like a one. Anyway, what I'm saying here is that it's it's only a watch in that it's competes for the same real estate as a watch, but it's not really doesn't really match any of the dimensions of like a normal watch as far as what you'd expect from a watch. It's almost like a watch in form only. And the fact that you can do watchy, watchy type stuff on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the I mean, just like the, just like how phone was an app in the original iPhone. Watch is an app. Watch faces are apps in, in, in the Apple watch. Um, the software transition of which, by the way, is tremendously gorgeous. I don't know if you've, sort of slow-mo watched how they go oh. from app to the the watch face the watch face popping up animating open it's exquisite i have to say i'm someone who really likes watches do you wear a watch on the regs i oh, you not, wear your you wear your fancy watch not not only do i wear a watch on the regular i wear a smart watch on the regular you so do you I'm wear one of those dummies. right i'm wearing it right now yeah, you wear your um, pebble. Behold my pebble with a watch strap right. that was so ugly that I had to go put a diesel watch strap on it. Um, That's right. Flashback to episode one. Customization a two, because this was really hard to do. <laughs> Those pins are impossible. <laughs> right. Um, and apples just freaking slide in and out. Ah, 
brilliant. It's beautiful. And then once third parties start making straps for them and everything, it's going to be so beautiful. To go back into how it got introduced, I mean, you're right. They're, they're touching on this watch thing now, but it's a Trojan horse. Obviously, none of us really are going to end up caring that much about the fact that it's a watch, but it just competes for the same real estate. Um, and then the next one was just about, well, the, the, the health stuff is, is the next clearest thing. It's a Fitbit taken to the next level, right? I mean, we have all these incredible, you know, blood, uh, blood, pr- not pressure sensors. It's just, I guess, what heart rate sensors. It's just heart, light. heart rate and, uh, steps, I think is amazing. Amazing. I mean, it's, it's so gorgeous. You think this is amazing how they've done it. Yeah. So a lot of heart rate, uh, monitors are done with these little like sort of connectors, these kind of like electromagnetic connectors. And they kind of like, I think they pick up an EKG for your pulse, something like that. Um, it's basically you have these little contacts that are just touching your skin. Oh, Um, okay. Whereas this one, it just has these infrared lights that just blink and are picking and are sensing, uh, uh, the blood flowing through you. Mm. that's amazing that is a really elegant design there's no exposed contacts you're not against metal you're against this gorgeous glass bottom and it just is blinking at you yeah. very very cool um so that's the fitness angle and you know as i said all i wanted was something that showed me notifications and did fitness and diane that's enough i'm good thank you um i said you know i want a pebble with a fitbit functionality and i'm happy and right it, and this has that and and quite a bit more and whether or not the more is a really good thing or not well we can we can talk about that but um yeah. oh the, you know the other thing that they went into as you were saying was the communication and that is interesting like they they actually have given thought to how to talk to each other on this device you know how we communicate on this device i was pulled in two directions Mm-hmm. One direction is that it seemed so gimmicky and not helpful, right? And then the other direction was like, oh my God, I need to get one. Um, Molly needs to get one. Like everyone needs to get one because I started thinking about um, just how easy it is to to reach out and and just get someone's attention it's almost like it's almost like yo except it's on <laughs> your on your uh wrist i think th- well, there are two there are a couple things you can do right like can't you tap at people yeah you can okay so um on the apple watch for anybody who i guess doesn't know um they call it a digital crown but it's basically like that that windy mechanism thing that you've seen on watches um, so that's, um, above below it is a dedicated button. It seems for communication, for being able to select people, um, like of your friends or whomever, and you can reach out to them and send them taps, send them little cute messages that you draw on the screen, which will be exclusively s- penises. And we know that it's like Snapchat on your wrist yeah it, it, it's, it's just going to become dong chat there's going to be yeah. dongs sent back and forward through the air 
And the heart thing, which seems like totally useless. That seems like the most Samsung-y feature of this entire thing is to send each other your heartbeats. Gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, but the tap is cool. Like the, you know, you can sort of rhythmically, I think, get each other's attention. Like that's fucking cool. That is cool. The tap is cool. I like being able to send little messages. Like that's that is the killer thing to me is like the little walkie-talkie like functionality and being able to give these little voice messages that are now integrated into iOS eight. You just being able to give quick little like recordings like, hey, what's going on? Uh, let's do this thing later. Okay, bye. You can do that when you're driving way more easily than you can do anything with messing around on your phone. Um, I think this is cool. I've started playing with um, in iOS 8 that that leaving a message, the uh, voice memo feature, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. What do they call it? Actually, I don't know what it's called. Something about it feels kind of clunky. But in a way, maybe that is really designed for the rest. Like it's cool on the phone, but it's way cooler. Like if it was into a headset or now a wrist, like Dick Tracy style, like that shit is going to be cool. Um, and I, I think that's a killer app and they like barely touched on it. And, but I think that's the most interesting way to communicate aside from the tapping to get your attention. Yeah. And I, I think that's going to be awesome. Well, I mean, you know, we're kind of getting into features. Do you want to talk about how it's built first or the models? How do you want how, to sort of go into this? How it's built. What do you mean by how it's built? Like, do you want to go into it, the construction and the physical, like all the physical stuff about it before we go into software? Or do you want to just... We can talk about the design a little bit. I think, I mean, obviously f- being able to slide in new bands is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I would want. And again, just as someone who buys watches and not even like, I mean, the most I've spent in a watch is how much have I ever spent on a watch? I think they've always been given to me as gifts, but Mm. let's say they're in the hundred dollar range or thereabouts. Um, but it's always like a thing. Like it's hard to be able to swap bands like this. I think is really, is really pretty cool. And yeah, um, I hope it's not too bulky. And here's something where maybe <laughs> slimness so bulky. matters. Um, because, you know, I would like to I would like to be able to wear it with a dress shirt and have it, you know, be comfortable. Um I don't want it to be like so tighter on my wrist. Well, and also just to not look like a huge dork, right? I mean, oh, like, you think so? Well, you don't yeah. think people want to like show it off? I well, they may want to show it off, but the thicker it is, the less cool it's going to look. The worst thing about this too, in in the 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 hands on area and all that stuff, um, which of course we weren't invited to. Thanks <sighs> a lot, Apple. Yeah, I can't believe they didn't give it to us, who have almost ten whole podcasts by this point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, but they had something behind it to make it look even bulkier. Did you see that? Like this round, horrible thing behind it? I guess it was the inductive charging deal. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, Um, under, yeah, they have like an iPhone, it looks like it's like an iPhone one, like thickness iWatch. (laughs) 
number one. Mm-hmm. And then they have this bulge underneath that you can uh, slap a charger on slash is the thing that monitors your heart rate. But that being said, the charger is inductive. It doesn't actually go into metal contacts. It just goes onto the glass. That is sweet. It looks super cool. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the bands switch out. But as, we were, as I was thinking, you have to sort of have like these base um, plates that go into the watch. Those have to be the same finish as your watch. So it's not like you can just switch them from sport to steel, you know, to the steel edition, you know, just the regular like watch. Wait a version. minute, what are you what are you saying? Look at the look look right now at the uh at the Apple Watch. Um Wait, are you saying you can't swap the bands or the chargers? Well, you can what swap are you saying? the band. No, you can, well, no, sorry. No, the charger thing was just a quick aside. It was just like the chargers oh. are cool. Yay. But the uh and I think one of those will work on any of them. But the watch itself, right? Part of the thing that, aside from the sport watch, right? So the sport one is plastic all the way, and it and it um it just slides in. It's a little plastic band that just slots right into the watch, and from side to side, it's just this neoprene plastic stuff, right? That that's totally fine. But on a steel band or a gold band of any sort, these are actual metal pieces that slide in. And they will not match color wise with another, you know, like the rose gold one oh. won't match with the with the with a regular gold one, and a steel band won't match with a gold watch, and the, and you know, vice versa. So I, I don't know say. if it's a kind of thing where you can sort of get um like uh, uh these sort of like ports, like these ends of them that that you can then attach the rest of the watch to, or whether or not like the black steel band and the and the and the silver steel band like aren't going to ever be compatible. Um, so I, I yeah. don't I don't know like how much you can really mix and match. There are a lot of questions about this which are totally unanswered. Are the bands going to be sold separately? How much are they going to cost? Yeah. What about the gold watch? Mm-hmm. What about um, the different sizes of the watch? Presumably those are going to have different bands because it would look crazy if they didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, they um, have to. They have to. Now the the interesting thing apparently Gruber thinks the sport watch is the is going to be the uh, $350 watch. I think so too. It looks by far like the cheapest one. Yeah. Like the the watches didn't... themselves are less interesting. The bands that come with them are less interesting. They they're yeah. made out of worse materials. It's not yeah, sapphire was, glass. It kind of bummed me out a little bit cuz I really I was really liking the Apple Watch. I know. Um, I was hoping I could get that for three fifty, which, you know, again, womp, it womp. seems crazy. But then you start thinking about, you know, I mean, watches are not not cheap, and no. uh, Mini- so, miniaturization okay, so costs a lot of money. Questions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, that's why one of the reasons why the phones cost so much more than the uh, iPads. It's not just because they have cellular radios in them. It's that making them that small is actually more difficult than making them larger, even with a big screen. Um, yeah. That plus the subsidy model allows them to get away with it. So it's a mix between the two. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, looking at these things, there are... Yeah, the Apple Watches definitely looks more premium. Like even their product photography, you can just tell. looks way more interesting and premium than the sport ones. The sport ones are... are definitely less nice yeah it's 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 aluminum rather than steel 
It's this uh, glass instead of sapphire crystal for the display. And the back is sort of a composite rather than, uh, um, rather than ceramic. The, the back of the iWatch, the regular, sorry, excuse me, the regular Apple Watch is actually like a, like a Space Age ceramic crazy one. Whereas the other thing mm-hmm. is just they say composite, which I mean, I assume it's some kind of plastic. Um, so whatever, oh, that one's still going to be packed. 350. I think so. Yeah. I think it's, I'm sure it's an, a lovely plastic, but yeah, plastic back. And, um, and as Gruber was saying, the gold one may be quite, a, quite, quite, quite expensive. But this, like we're, we're also glossing over the fact that we're talking then about two sizes three lines and two finishes per line there's a there's a black and a silver like a black and an aluminum color sport one there's a black and a regular stainless apple watch regular one and then you have a gold and a rose gold you know watch edition one so these are yeah like 12 products yeah and then i mean and maybe i'm wrong but like even if you look closely at one of the gold ones, the digital crown is like red and the, the band is red. So they had to do like a little weird thing for that. (laughs) What if that was just a sticker? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How is that possible? I don't know. I mean, they went to town on this and in a lot of ways it's, it's interesting because and then and then on this other one dave on this other one the band is um the circle in in the digital crown is actually like a dark blue it's not actually black so it's not always just black or 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 yeah. uh, or red it's black red or like this other color thing too so they they definitely kind of customize it a little bit oh and it's white here on the one with the with the sport band is is it a display i wonder how does it the, change the colors digital crown yeah Oh, I have I Can't I think it's like a mechanical and there is a mechanical component to it cuz you can click There's on clicks it. So that it's you like can a do. little Oh man. It's basically like your home screen button, right? So that so the so yeah. I think we started to get into it before but we might as well just restate. There's two there's two three methods of input really. You have a dedicated communication button that feels a lot like the power button on your phone. You then have a digital crown, which is this little scroll wheel, essentially, on the side it's of a, your yeah. watch. Yeah, It's a clickable scroll wheel. Um, yeah. It sort of allows you to zoom in and out, so you don't have to pinch to zoom on a tiny screen. But that kind of seems like the only thing that it's used for. Uh, and then you can also uh, tap the button in order to go back to a home screen. It almost looks like it could be used for Touch ID sometime in the future, but I don't know if that's actually their plans. And then lastly, the watch itself is a touchscreen, which I found very surprising. I don't and, I think we did not yeah. guess that was going to be the case. Yeah. We I think you and I and listening back to the episode um or just thinking back to the the first episode that we did when we were talking about wearables, we were sort of speculating on this. We thought a week battery life minimum. And <laughs> Oops. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, we thought that they would make different trade-offs. We thought that they would give some sort of lighter screen or a more stripped-down kind of less visually rich experience 
for a display um and you know and what they did was they gave like a full color display and really what they did was they made you know they made a a wearable computer they made a computer that you can wear on your wrist and that is what the vision is it's not this is some sort of fancy fitness tracker um or this is anything less than a computer. Like they want this to be a computer. But it's funny because they they made all these decisions. They I mean they made all these decisions to make this thing a computer on your wrist. Yeah. But then it still needs an iPhone that it's tethered to in order to connect to the internet. So it's not. Yes. It's not really its own thing, but it's kind of playing at it. And I guess this gets to the only part about this that's really worrying to me is that I feel like they said yes to a lot of ideas and did not say no to a lot of ideas. I I could have seen this coming out really stripped down in a way that would disappoint everybody but then the product itself would actually be more focused and and more maybe even more useful because you know and this gets part of some of my gripe about the presentation as well like the way that they brought us through the software I don't understand. It seems to be able to do a million things. Yeah. It has full-on maps on it, even though I'm not sure why you would ever really want that. It can show photos. Again, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Idiotic. Idiotic. We just made these phones with huge screens that are the best screens we've ever made. But rather than that, let me show you the shit on my tiny watch. And that sort of zoom out with like the one pixel, like 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 that collage of like tiny, tiny photos. You know how how did you ever did you see that in the presentation? I did. Yeah, rough. It's, That's rough. Yeah, you know, in a way, it kind of harks, and they called it a locket. I could see why you would want to be able to see a photo. Um, I would even see it as like a watch face. Why right. the hell isn't that a watch face? I don't know. Maybe it, I mean the other thing is maybe it is. You know, instead, it like lets you see photos. It's really, it feels really, I mean, and maybe they're just not sure what it's used for yet. Uh, But that they can't, like, it can't be this close to production and they not know. So either they are confused and they're aimless and they're in trouble, or they just did a kind of a bad job of telling us. And they just got excited about a whole bunch of random features Mm. and, and, and told you about those by mistake. I mean, they, they also... The whole thing is bizarre to me because they did this thing. They said, you know, let's show you this incredible input device. It's called the Digital Crown. We made it awesome. It is based on infrared. It's super accurate. It's super amazing. And we did it because it's impossible. Touch targets are too small on your watch. But then instead of using the wheel or physical controls, they have somebody swiping around and drawing, drawing intricate little drawings on the watch with their finger. So obviously they're not that worried about fingers getting in there. Um, it it's just it seemed really confusing for them to like talk about all the touch interface, all the types of interfaces they've done from the mouse to the click wheel yeah. to touch interface that blew them all away, and then go to this crown, this essentially the scroll wheel, and then still though also needing touch input and actually having that seem like more of the main input um yeah and then you add on to that the addition of essentially what is a double click with a this thing called a force touch 
Um, yeah, force also, touch. That's a creepy name. But regardless, like, um, yeah, where you you tap your watch harder, and it's better than a long press, right? Because it's Much happens better. more immediately, right? So it, yeah. you're not waiting for something to happen. That's cool. But are we making a device that's built for touch, or are we making a device that's built around this wheel that you just spent ten minutes talking about? You know, which, which is which yeah. is the primary input device? How do you use it? And you know, and why? And those are things that got muddled because they just got excited about telling us, "Oh, it, it, it has photos, and it'll show you stuff on your maps, and blah 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 blah." And like the demos got broken down into things that were either like extensions of your phone, and like things that your phone can't do, and that stuff all seemed really good to me, like it tapping you to tell you left or right as you're yeah. as you're navigating. Like I don't need to see the maps on my wrist, but I'm really excited to know like. Tap, tap. Oh, I'm going left here. Cool. Walking directions. That makes sense. I don't even have to look at the watch. Um, But then when it's like replicated functionality from your phone about actually giving you maps, I'm like, well, I don't need that. I'll look at my phone or um, photos on my watch. Well, I don't need that. If I wanted to look at photos, I'd actually take out my phone for this. Um, Yeah. But then the other functionality was the stuff that was like, oh, remote walkie-talkie stuff or like little quick drawings. Like that makes sense. There's a reason why I'm not taking out my phone for that. But yeah. you know, so so which one is it, guys? Like which one is the one that you're trying to make me do? Which one is the real purpose? You know, I mean the only, you know, just to argue the other way, I do think that it felt I do think that it felt unfocused in that I don't think that they succeeded in articulating a singular vision for what the watch is supposed to do. Right. Um, I think you touched on it like right away. And to me, where I think it will succeed, um, both let's say as a watch, but let's just say it'll succeed if it puts info that you want and makes it glanceable on your wrist. So I find myself all the time going into my phone, going into the calendar app, trying to trying to see when my appointments are well now i can just look at my watch and it will tell me like here's your next appointment stuff like that i mean customizable uh interfaces and real-time glanceable um dashboards like that's the kind of stuff that that's what you want you know yeah no totally um that's the focus, but they didn't re- I mean, they kind of went there, but they went in a lot of directions and you're right. There wasn't, it didn't feel focused. And th- I think the truth of the matter is that they don't know. They really don't know. Well, could it be also that like, they're just worried about the backlash about it not doing enough to justify the price tag. And so they kind of blew all, I, I wonder if maybe they're like, we have to show that this is capable and crazy device that can do way more than you thought. So we're going to go nuts and show you everything. And in doing so, they lost their ability to say, here's some actually really simple shit that's going to be awesome. And you're not going to understand how cool that is. Yeah. And they went, I mean, even in interviews post the um, the presentation, Tim Cook has been like, oh, and there's all this other cool stuff that I can't show you. Oh, and like I can control my Apple TV from it. And like, there's other yeah, cool that a, stuff. That was a very interesting and throwaway. <laughs> it's a lot of, um, I think you're right that there's a focus on features and 
less on story and on simplicity. Yeah, it's like the story became, one, this thing's crazy and it's going to be really awesome. (laughs) But then two, the story became personal. This thing is personal. It's the most personal. It's customizable. And they got obsessed with telling that story rather than explaining what it does. Because the funny thing is that I know how I'm going to use this. I'm really excited just to be able to control podcasts and like skip forward and backwards um, just doing that kind of stuff with it. I'm excited to use it as a remote. I'm excited to use it in as your a, car. Yeah. You know, it's like, like right now, yeah. even the pebble can do that, right? Skip yeah. forward 30 seconds, skip backwards 30 yeah. seconds. This is going to do that. It'll be a walkie talkie. Yeah. But you know, it's, I, I feel like it was really not well articulated for other people who can't extrapolate that. But then again, maybe for a lot of those people, they just look at it, see that it's gorgeous and are able to be like, well, I can't tell what it's going to do, but I still kind of want it. <laughs> and so maybe that's all they really needed to do. And, you know, and then of course, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right though. Maybe really they're not sure how to sell it. Maybe they don't really yeah. know what the battery life is going to be. And that's why they didn't really hint at, say directly that it's going to be you know, a daily thing or not, you know. Let's not forget that I said that we needed a week and we thought that that was kind of the minimum, right? I know. Um, Keeping that in the back of our minds, but you need to have not, I mean, not just like a day, like the way you might on a phone if the use isn't really heavy. It has to be an unfailing day. Like it cannot. Unfailing. And even if you crash in someone's house and wake up in the morning like the watch should still work like that would be even better but you need to not without breaking a sweat a whole day and the reason is because you have all this fitness data that supposedly you must have i mean at the very at the very minimum that's the proposition so you can't say like, oh, this fitness data is so important and you're going to want to track everything. And, oh, but you know, the battery is dead. So uh, it needs to be yeah. a legitimate real day. And they don't know yet. I mean, they don't know. They've said basically that they don't know that it's still in beta. They're still working on the software. It's, I mean, it's so, you know, and then the only thing I would say to sort of give Apple a little bit of a pass is that, you know, when the iPhone came out, they didn't know what it was going to do. They didn't know what, I mean, they had a small feature set, but they didn't know what it would become as far as being like a gaming device and that going crazy, the apps thing, they didn't really know. And in fact, and in fact, he didn't want it, right? Like Steve Jobs famously was trying to block the idea of anyone being able to put software on this thing after they yeah. already released it. And they really had to fight with them in order to get the app store there for, you know, round two. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, this is almost designed as a platform. Mm. And in the same way that a computer is a platform, it's less of a device and a standalone sort of minimally defined device and more of a platform. Um, So maybe for a platform, you don't have to have all the answers. Like you can... It seems on Apple-y, it definitely does, but in the same way, it's like they're just trying to have it be a platform from from day one, which is... They're they're trying to come out of the gate hard. Like, they're trying to come out of the gate 
really strong, um, have a lot of people be able to buy it and re- and like eliminate as many barriers as possible, right? Different watches, different customization options, different sizes. Um, it's so crazy. It's it's again. I mean, it's a different Apple. It's a different vision, and I never imagined something of this like level of customization on round um, one. Yeah, you for know what round I mean? one, and then period. Just Apple's different. Yeah, Apple's like here's you know here's your device. It comes in one color. Like you want it? Okay. No, you don't want it. Fine. You you don't you don't have it. On round four, we'll give you a white version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that's just Apple growing up and realizing, I mean, you know, they, I think it is them changing because they've never released two phones at once, two sizes of phone. I mean, that's huge. They didn't ever yeah. release two sizes of iPad at once. You know, they eventually brought out an iPad mini. Um, it's, and it's, it's, it's more complicated. It's logistically more complicated. It's yeah, not, it's, it's an operations victory. If absolutely nothing else. I mean, that is Tim Cook's specialty and true talent is in operations and this is an operational feat this is tremendous so yeah i'm i'm very curious i i mean from a design standpoint and i know it's not final software so it's kind of hard to give too much credit or detractment but um so far the software that we've seen on the apple watch i've really liked the look of it um, I love the new font that they're using that nobody knows what the font it is. I've sort of loving the interface. I think it's some ways it's leaps and bounds beyond iOS and it's gorgeous simplicity and, and animation as the, uh, the, the watch faces and things like that load. It's, it's pretty special. It does feel magical, you know? Yeah. It's, it's something that I hope they bring into, um, you know, if that's a potential future of iOS, that is also very interesting. You know, is this a separate track and the two won't meet? You know, are they going to take it and be like, no, no, this is a different class of device. The iPhone and the iPad mm. is the next class of device and then the Mac is a further class of device. I think it is a different class of device. I um, think so too. I actually agree with you. The... um the input method speaks to that. Right. That's true. The wheel speaks to that. It has a different language. But it might hint at things like circular icons and closer spacing of icons. You know yeah. what I mean? Like their current space and the kind of like weird magnification as you scroll left and right. Like that's that's something that you could actually still see on a phone and could be pretty sweet on a phone. Um I wouldn't be surprised if if when Springboard, the basic like home screen layout, if that were to change, if it were to turn into something very much like that. Hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see fonts migrate for sure. That font is gorgeous. It's better than Helvetica. It's amazing how much info I feel like you can get from a screen that looks that small. And of course, we've never had time to play with it, but it's like you're looking at your wrist and there's like, a world of apps right there which is so which is so crazy it does seem pretty cluttered i mean that's the only thing is that it definitely seems a little cluttered but i don't know maybe maybe it totally works you know and yet the metaphor it's interesting because they've moved into a spatial metaphor right the 
the icons around the central stuff is literally in the center and the more obscure stuff is like off the screen but in all directions which is a different way of thinking about things Mm-hmm. versus, you know, your iPhone where you're scrolling through these lists and things are like, uh, what screen is this on? So it's very, it's different. It's kind of calming in certain ways. Like, I I, I like it. I like it uh, aesthetically. You gonna get one? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, depending on what the, what the, what the regular watch costs. Yeah. I, might get, I might get that one. I think the steel is way better. I um, really, I really want the regular watch, but if it's like a thousand dollars, I'm not. Uh, that oh seems God. like too much. Yeah, that'll be too much. Maybe I could get, maybe I could get the sport watch and just get like a different band for it. Even a third party band, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the the gold one is awesome. Like the gold one, <laughs> the gold one matches my ring, so oh it's kind of screaming out. We'll get the gold one, buddy, but. That much eighteen karat gold is really going to be on the uh, on the thousands upon thousands of dollars. So it's gonna not going to happen. Oh, I remember what the hell I was going to say. Sorry. So the other thing about the interface, it screams to me that it's going to be a circle eventually. You think so? Yeah. Like it, it is. It is all of the all of the uh, look at just look at the software. It is all based around the idea of a circle. There's almost nothing that's really built around the the square um all the watch faces are circular none of them are kind of like going to the edges and trying to show that square shape they're kind of trying to hide the fact that there's square borders on this thing um i think they're definitely going to move to circular circles eventually or squiggles as my wife says in the background um you know all the sort of the fitness stuff they're all circles uh if you just look through a lot of their things, aside from things like maps and photos, it's all their graphic elements are circles. And so are their icons. I, I, I see this changing into a circle from, the, you know, there's a reason why they didn't just pick rounded rectangles again. Um, and so I think this is very much like the version one, you know what I mean? Of this software, I mean, of this so- uh, hardware, I think, you know, our iPhone four version of this, if not sooner, we're going to get circle watches. Um, or squiggles, <laughs> square bagels. Yeah, I don't know. I've grown more into from a like a watch wearing perspective. I found that the circular watch doesn't fit well on my wrist. Really? That crown or whatever that thing is jabs into my hand with round watches. Hmm. Right, because it's always on the farthest part, right? Like, it's always on the farthest part, like the pointy part. That's interesting. Yeah, that might just be me. You know, maybe if Apple did it, the communicator button would be lower, let's say, between 3 and 6 o'clock, yes? Mm -hmm. And the, the crown thing would be up higher, but that would sort of, like, ruin the aesthetic thing of it being, you know, at 3 o'clock which is where all these things have been historically. Um, So I do have like a squared off watch and it feels so much more comfortable to me. The band, everything about it kind of works better um, for me from like a comfort 
standpoint and maybe other people have weird things about it but i just like yeah i can't i can't go back to wearing round watches i don't know just something about it you might be right and it is sort of nice to have a flat plane to do the communication button and the uh and the digital crown but my thought is that well you know you could be right and I'm also looking at this and I'm realizing the digital crown has to shrink the thinner that they make this watch. <laughs> Did you Oh, you know? so you think oh, so that that's also gonna have to get smaller. That's also a weird thing, right? Like the digital crown has to shrink and get tinier because cause otherwise it's gonna jab into you from underneath, right? Maybe it'll just stick out like the camera from your iPhone 6. Oh god damn it. <laughs> I hope not. It'll just um, stick stick out and stab you. No, you're 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 right. Could be no, but it's interesting. You're you're making a good point. If it goes around, where the heck does that other button go? Or is it the kind of thing where it's like a double tap of your you know, it could be like a double tap on your on the crown brings yeah. up the communication button instead of a single tap for the home screen or something like that, you know. Yeah. You know, they're doing double taps for multi touch. I mean for uh, multitasking. It seems possible that they do it for that too. Um, yeah, it's interesting that they gave it a they gave it its own button for the communication, and people have talked about this. But I think, yeah, why not a double tap? But doesn't that say something about their priorities? You know, I thought about this because I've been ragging on the Yo app. I have been, <laughs> and I haven't installed it. And you know, because I, I think it's stupid. I mean, I, I think it's. I just I don't like it. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. Yeah, it seems ridiculous. But you think about like maybe one problem it might solve is that you have to unlock your phone, you have to go to messages, you have to find the person you want to to message, you have to type in your message, you have to press send. With this, with the communicator button, maybe you touch it, that's one touch. You pick the per you pick the person, one touch. Um and you can you can you know, draw a little thing for them or tap or maybe that's a third touch, possibly a fourth touch to pick whichever thing you want. But there may be like, if you force touch on somebody's face, it might be that you start up one of those things, you know? Yeah. So it could be useful for, for communicating. I would not, I would not mind talking to somebody on that thing. especially walkie talkie style. Like, I think that would be awesome still. And to be able to do that quickly is cool. Um, yeah. I know we got to wrap up, but I, I just wanted to list two things that I thought were awesome. Yeah. Um, What's awesome? One is that you run with it and you are able to keep the songs with it so that you don't have to take your phone. Um, and I know it probably doesn't have a GPS, so things like the, the current like Nike running app might not be able to really tell you how far you've gone, but it still is probably pretty good to get you a number of steps. Like I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how much it will work, but the fact that like you can still have music with you is, is, is cool. I kind of balked at the idea at first, but now I'm thinking about it. It's really nice to not have to take your phone unless you absolutely need to. Um, You're selecting songs on your watch and then you have wireless headphones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the wireless headphones maybe is a little bit too much to ask. No, but I mean it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It, it's an interesting idea, and yet you know again the thing didn't ship with wireless headphones. They haven't announced any sort of wireless headphones. Um, 
Beats. It's interesting. Beats, 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 beats. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe it'll um, give you what, a little wireless what beats. Other, what was the other? What was the other thing you were gonna say? Bringing Apple Pay to this as well, and what we yeah. have to talk about Apple Pay next episode. But yeah, like brilliant way that they do it. You sort of like are able. You uh, like if it's taken off you, Apple Pay stops working. You know, that's it's like Touch ID before it has Touch ID. If it loses contact with your skin, like you have to reauthenticate. What? Yeah. So like you can like set it up for Apple Pay by typing in a code or like doing it through your phone. I don't know exactly what that process is, but it's set up to still be authorized for you to just like bloop, pay with your wrist. Yeah. Unless it loses contact with your skin. At which point it goes, Whoa, this might have been stolen, this might have been taken off. Like No. You can't you can't just get access to the credit cards now, you know? Oh, I didn't know that. Do you know this for a fact? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whoa. What about this, man? What if it knows biometrically what your heart rate is or like other things like that? And it can use that. Oh yeah, this is definitely Adam Tuck. I don't think it can quite do that. I don't think it's like as um like your thumbprint is very like distinctive. So like that's one where it, it's pretty reasonable, yeah. but like your heart rate is so variable, right? Like No, 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 I know that, but it might know at least like, yeah, this is his resting heart rate. This is his running. Like not so close, not like if I was running alongside you or you know if but maybe enough I don't know, maybe. That if some like uh morbidly obese guy stole your, your Apple Watch <laughs> and tried to tried to uh, use it to buy some uh some Funyuns. Uh and so then I guess the really only question is, are you gonna are you planning on getting one? And if so, what's your like what's what's your what's your like dream configuration aside from the crazy one? Aside from like having a gold watch. Or would you even want a gold watch? I would not want a gold watch. I would want the cheapest one possible because i mean this is just version one it's clear they want to do much much more with the with all the biometric stuff and this is not forever you know this is this is a first crack at it so i think the move is to get the cheapest one possible um, unfortunately for me, it's not going to be the Apple watch. It's, it's probably going to be the, the sport watch and I'm going to need to try to cobble some sort of reasonable looking work appropriate wristband thing together because I just don't like the sport, uh, wristbands at all. Oh but no, those things are terrible. If it weren't like crazy expensive, maybe I might spring if it were like 500 and I could get an Apple watch not the sport one maybe you know maybe i'd do it but i don't know it's, right, it's what's, just what's your wash band what what color would you like let's let's say it's affordable the 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 regular apple watch is affordable what what color regular or black steel tell me what your what's your thing apple watch the sport one I, I i could i could only do it if it was the black aluminum and maybe i'll go that way but i don't really want to um for me it's definitely the uh the the black stainless model looks awesome, um, and I kind of want to do it with the uh, with the Milanese. Uh, with yeah, the Milanese loop. The Milanese is nice. That thing is unbelievable. That thing is yeah, gorgeous. 
That one looks great. But you're saying it would have to be the black face? Isn't there a black stainless model? There is. Yeah, there is. space black yeah, stainless black. steel case. With space yeah. black stainless steel link bracelet. That thing is going to be, that thing is going to cost money. Um, but <laughs> I would really want a stainless uh, black I wonder. Okay. So in other words, you're saying, and who knows, maybe this configuration won't be available because it's, you know, like maybe it just ships the one way. Ooh, but this one really looks like it's dark. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? As long as the, as long as the little connector is, 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 uh, is black stainless, then I don't think it matters. Then, then I think the loop could be the lighter, lighter stainless steel and it would be okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's really, I mean, I like a neutral, I like a neutral color. Um, and again, this is just like what I've found. Um, cause I have a, a black band. I have a watch with a brown band mm-hmm. and then I have this stainless steel watch. And I found that that one I can wear with like anything. It just looks like stainless black to me is going to fit much better with the overall black bezel on the display. Like I want that to be as seamless a transition as possible. You're right. You're right that it's lower contrast and probably classier. I think you're I think you're right. I do like the loop that you're talking about, the millennium oh, loop. God, that thing looks gorgeous. And I've never even wanted to watch like that, but it just looks so well I look so good. It does look Give good. It. Give it to me. Once this thing once this display is edgeless, I'm would feel no pressure to go for the black stainless. Like if the whole screen can be illuminated, you know what I mean? And can be color, then it's like, who cares what color metal I'm using? But hmm. yeah, I know you make a really good point about the, um, you make a really good point about, about black stainless, maybe not going well with gold. So I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm also interested to see our fabric bands with this, like third party yeah. fabric bands are going to be cool. Yeah, you think um, anybody's going to be able to do this? It'll be like Coach and all of the, everyone is going to have their own bands and maybe the bands will like match the shoes and everything will be expensive and made of leather. <laughs> yeah, yep, 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 yep. Expensive leather and <laughs> some sh- some really shitty plastic that's very, very bright. <laughs> I, I think I think they're on trend with that, but I just I, I hate that stuff. It just drives we me nuts. We should make our own. We should make our own brand of like slap bracelet. Well, Jenna already was like, I want one that's clear. Like, give me one yeah. that's actually just entirely clear, like not white, but like see through. Which is kind see-through. of a cool idea. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. You don't like you don't like my slap bracelet idea. Oh, I'm sorry. I yes, I love your slap bracelet idea. <laughs> That sounds durable. That's like the easiest way to lose this watch would be someone to be able to just lightly be able to pull it <laughs> off your wrist. <laughs> yeah. Just like with very little effort, they can just steal it. From you.